Welcome to the Pigskin Kingpins football podcast. As usual, I'm one and a half of your Pigskin Kingpins, Michael. Liam here, the other half. Tell them what we're doing today, Peta. So today, in honor of Mahomes' money, we're going to be doing a money episode. You know, we're all about our money, and the NFL is all about their money too, so let's get into it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. Okay, so in light of the Mahomes deal and the franchise tag deadline being the past couple days, we decided we wanted to make this episode mainly focused on money. And what better way to start it off? What better way to start it off with the richest contract in North American sports history? Liam, how do you feel about Mahomes? And how do you feel about what's to come next in the quarterback market? Okay, so uh, first of all, we'd like to acknowledge that we are a little late to the party. We don't live under a rock, but we just kind of wanted to see, like how Peta mentioned, things would shake out for the other boys around the league. Now, let's talk about the million-dollar man, multi-million-dollar man, my homeboy. Half-billion-dollar man. Yeah, freaking crazy deal, obviously. And I, at first because me and you talked about this a lot better. Um, normally when you're a stud, I feel like you kind of want to go short term. So the ball's in your court. You know what I mean? That's just a general rule of thumb for any sport. Yeah, I agree. But uh, with, with my homeboy, this is my take on it. And I know you differ with me a bit, but you kind of hear me at the same time. Um, I feel like, like he's the, he's the face of the league right now. He's clearly the best player in the NFL. He like, he can only really, go down in my opinion i'm not saying he will but like he 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 just won a chip super bowl mvp he's the cream of the crop you know what i mean so if anything the security of him inking long term with that much money like if he gets banged up or he regresses a bit obviously like because of the huge guaranteed money and then all the other uh details of the deal and stuff like that like he's gonna be blessed you know what i mean so there's no risk for him now and He's just going to keep on balling. And also, like another thing that me and you both touched on, Peta, I know you agree with me here. He does love it in KC. So this just uh, him inking long-term and management, knowing like where that money is going to be every year and stuff like that, even though it's significant, it does help them make movements other ways. Like, for example, Mr. Jones just signing recently. You know what I mean? Now that they had my homeboy in the books, they can figure it out for him. And they're they're trying to build a dynasty there, and I'm pretty sure they're – you and me can both agree they're well on the way of doing that. They lock oh, up yeah. some more chips, and that's how you do it, locking up Mahomes. So I, I like the deal a lot for Mahomes and the Chiefs, and obviously it's crazy. But what are you thinking, Sam? You know, I like it, but upon reading it again, yeah. only 10,000 or 10 million signing bonus, uh, only about 60 million fully guaranteed. That's guaranteed at signing. Total guarantee is 141 million. Those are guarantees. Yeah, it's, yeah, those those guarantees are uh, like the uh, the 140 guarantee or those if he makes the roster, he's guaranteed this much and this and that. Yeah. The 60 million is guaranteed at signing. Pen on the paper, yeah. that's how much you're getting. You ink the deal, yeah. So when you look at this, it's not actually as insane as you would think. Okay, mm-hmm. it's over 10 years, like you said, but the guaranteed total guaranteed money, 141 million, that's not that much higher than all these other quarterbacks who are getting in only four-year yeah. contracts. Mm-hmm. I think Russ had about 110, 120, and that was for only four. Yeah, Russ His contract is, is over 10 years, like you said. But I don't think he's worried about, ooh, 
if I hit the open market in four years instead of 10, I could add an extra three, four million a year to my contract. Exactly, this guy's, that's what I'm saying. This guy's already yeah. locked up for half a billion dollars. What else yeah. does he need? He knows he's exactly. blessed. They're yeah. returning literally 20 out of 22 starters from last year. Mahomes and Chris Jones got done. Like, there's nothing else you could literally want here. And the yeah. thing is, on top of that, Mahomes' salary, 2023 is guaranteed in 2021. It's always two years ahead. So he has a lot of guaranteed lockdown. And in all honesty, I don't even see this contract going to 10 years. I think they'll restructure it probably in four to five years, maybe change it up depending on what the current climate of the NFL is. You know, they'll take care of him as long as he's taking care of them. More important, though, is you saw Dak. They didn't get the long-term deal signed. Yeah. He's playing under the franchise tag this year. That's crazy. Oh, I'm so you know happy what? we're talking about this. <laughs> he, I was going to ask you, who do you think the yeah. next domino to fall is? And I don't think it's Dak. I think Dak is waiting until at least next offseason. Mm -hmm. And still then, next offseason, Lamar is up. I think Lamar will be get done before Dak. Maybe even Josh Allen will be up for negotiation too if he has another big year. They might even throw the bag before they, uh, the Cowboys throw the bag at Dak. They're disrespecting him. Oh and it's crazy. But that's just how yeah. it is, I guess. I'm glad that you brought up Dak. Uh, I was hoping he'd come up a little bit. He wasn't like the main topic of the segment, but I just had to get my two cents in. As if he's played under the tag. Like you said, barring something crazy significant, it's going to be time before he inks something long-term. I totally agree with you there. And it's funny, like, even on the Cowboys segment we did a few weeks ago, Peta, I was hating on my man, but I said, he's going to get paid. You know what I mean? Because you just get paid when you play QB and he's Captain America. I can't, I can't believe he didn't make a deal. I can't believe I was wrong. Isn't that kind of like, uh, that, that just kind of made me laugh a bit. I feel bad for Dak. But. Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. that. You know, that report coming out that they offered him 33 to 35 mil a year, 110 guaranteed was too late. Yeah. Kind of sucks. But hey, he's going to make 31 million next year. If they want to tag him again next year, that's another 37 million. Over yeah. two years, 70 million fully guaranteed, basically. That's not bad. Yeah, the, no, the money's good under the tag. Remember Kirk uh, in Washington too? Like the money's always good under the tag, but it's just like the commitment, the respect aspect. I, th you know, like, I think the relationship's broken. You know, it's Kirk, broken. Kirk from 2016 to 2020 or 2015 to 2020, including those massive uh, uh, tags he got, was actually yeah. made the most during that time. So tags can be, tags can be tags. very helpful. Yeah, it was the tags and then obviously... I'm assuming you're including that huge deal that he inked when he went to Mini 2. I remember that. Yeah, 84, exactly. 86, fully guaranteed. That felt like uh, the first big QB contract that started. You, know, you remember that? Yeah, And then exactly. it was like Matty Ice and then uh, Matty Ice Jr. staff, other guys like that. But Kirk kind of – we're getting off topic here, but I love talking about money. But, he yeah, took, Kirk started He took less, way. but he secured the bag. Other guys yeah. are taking 140 contracts, but his 84, fully guaranteed. Yeah, he already got a two-year, 66 million extension. He's laughing. This guy says, That's I don't need to be guaranteed. the highest. I got all this guaranteed money coming in regardless. It don't matter to me. I love that fully guaranteed QB money. I love that fully guaranteed QB The thing about QB Dak money. is he said on uh, yesterday on Wednesday that you couldn't be happier to be a cowboy and he's really excited to be working with McCarthy. <laughs> and <laughs> You know what? That, I think that's a, lot of, <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of saving face and keeping the morale up, but <laughs> Dak, Dak's a team player, so you know I don't think his personal contract negotiations are going to get in the way of the season as other players did. I think he oh, still wants oh, to I win. Totally agree. So totally I, agree I don't think that. the relationship is too harmed. I just think it's a little bit of a sticky situation. 
I oh and, I, I I totally agree. He's going to be a professional, but he's definitely cheese. There's something wrong with the relationship now. And you already but, know. Uh, mark my words. Last thing before we move on. Yeah, okay. Okay. Deshaun Watson will get paid before the season if there's a season. Let me add because you never know at this point with how things are going. Yeah. Hope there's a season. Glad you touched on that, and I agree with you there too, Deshaun. It feels like a no-brainer for the QBs. Uh, let's move on now. So we're still talking about money. But uh, let's look at some free agents, Peta. I know we were looking at a couple of guys, and uh, we've been talking about it a bit off the record about what we're thinking. But uh, I'll let you start with a good free agent move, like a good bang for your buck that somebody made. All right. I think best free agent signing of the offseason, TB12, uh-huh. Mr. Money himself. Sure. You know how Mahomes, he took a page out of Brady's book, always taking a little bit less than market value, you know, to keep pieces yeah. around him. That's the Brady special. Yeah. He's now going to Tampa. Tampa 7-9 last year. They were pretty good, though. But Jabouin's 30, 30 interceptions, a few more fumbles lost. Total, team scored 112 points off of Jameis Winston turnovers. Mm-hmm. So just, just reduce that, and that's a 9-10 win team. So Brady's no going to come in. Brady. No doubt they're, not, they're probably not going to put up the same offensive yards as uh, Jabouin's did. They're just going to win games. You see in New England, Brady never put up monster stats. He never had, a re- apart from that one season with Randy Moss, he never had all these crazy seasons. Uh, but, you know, he's just going to get the job done. He's going to win two years, 50 mil guarantee, only 25 mil a year. That wouldn't even put him in the top five for top paid quarterbacks. But this guy's got the bag. When you're yeah. rich, you don't really care. He's already yeah. sitting on cash, and he's looking to win. And I think that's the best for agent move of the summer because that's the best place to win right now with the offensive talent. Um, yeah, well, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said, obviously, like the hometown discount thing, because like you said, Brady's up, he's the golden boy. So, you know, he'll take a little less coin and by a little less coin, he's still making 50 mil. So like, uh, he's still getting and, paid, bro. Yeah, he's still getting paid there and they're going to win. He's like, cause like you said, he's a winner. That's true. I know I've been on the record saying he might not win the division, but you know, I also will concede the fact that it is pretty bold because I'm betting against the GOAT Tom Brady. So just got to oh, make sure that I make that clear. I didn't pick them to win the division either. I think the Saints are better. But yeah. the but, Falcons, but, like, like you said, yes. you picked the Falcons before. I'm hating, but you could slap me in the face with that because yeah. if they can wake up from that Super Bowl loss, they're still supremely talented. Yeah. And so are the Bucks. How, how stiff that hangover is. Anyways, yeah. uh, the, thing, uh, the move that I like more – and it kind of deals with uh, Brady a bit, kind of, is the guy who replaced him where he came from at Foxborough. Cam, I think that free agent move is the move of, uh, is the, move of the year. And here's the reason why. Like, yeah. obviously, Let's Brady blah, blah, is blah. more of a gamer. Like, he's the GOAT. All right, listen up. But there's, there was literally, like, they got Cam for a bag of chips. Like, there's no risk, only the potential for reward. Because they had a hole, potentially, unless Stidham had the chance to play and he was well and played well, which could have happened. And they filled it for, like, basically nothing in Cam Newton. And it's also a win-win for Cam. I know, like, that's not the point of this segment. We're talking about which team's doing the best. But it's blessed for Cam, too, because he's going into a winning situation in New England with a great staff. Uh, Like, the depth chart, like, is, like, a little old and shoddy, but there's skilled players on it. And, like, I've went up to bat for Bill a thousand times before. It doesn't really matter who's there. They're going to win ballgames. And, yeah, he's going to get a chance to go – on his redemption tour and uh, his revenge tour, sorry, excuse me, and prove all those teams wrong that uh, passed on him before and stuff like that, and put together some blessed tape to get another deal going when he's done after the year. So, 
like Cam Newton, like it's the best bang for your buck, like I said, because they did barely threw around any guap and they have a potential for like an absolute gamer. And McDaniels is going to have so much fun just uh, like he's never had a guy like Cam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. Like, like that, like it's just, it's really no risk, all reward. Because what did they have before Peta? That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? They still don't have much. They got Cam. They got maybe more question marks. You don't know if he's going to be healthy or not. He looks healthy on Instagram, but it's pretty easy to hide any injuries when you're just throwing a ball. Looking good. But we'll see once he takes hits. He always seems to be decently healthy, but hey, the past couple seasons. He's a man possessed, Peta. Have you seen this guy talking? Yeah, he's got the injury bug, I guess. He's sick with something, that's for oh, sure. Oh, my days. But, hey, like you said, this is a money episode, <laughs> and you ridiculous. talked about the man getting minimal money. But like you said, this is about respect. Man's have been disrespecting him, which I agree with. Man's have been dissing Cam. He, no one even called him. You're telling me teams with, like, Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles don't even want to give him a call? <laughs> like, are you crazy? You got man's like Tyrod, okay. Disrespectful. You're planning on Herbert starting, but – you, you could have had Cam over Tyrod, at least for the backup, or to compete with Herbert. Like we're talking about the first overall pick here, Pena. Yeah, we could have I mean? pitched. We're talking about an MVP. 15 to 1. Oh, yeah, we could pitch Cam to a lot of teams. But, hey, yeah. I didn't think it was the signing of the win. summer just because I'm worried about health. It could turn out big, though. I could be wrong again. Again, they got him for on the cheap. If he plays well this year, they can tag him next year, keep him. So it's really a, it's a win-win for the Patriots. The yeah. only problem is they're going to do what they usually do without Brady and lose more than they win, just like Bill Belichick has done his whole career without Brady, oh, 51 yeah. and 65. I'm always going to have to bring that up because, you know, I'm from my boy Brady. But yeah. I think Bill's you know came a long way since then, fam, just saying. <laughs> the Bills, yeah, right. 29 and 3, Brady's <laughs> record against the Bills. So now that he's gone, it's the Bills' time. Okay. okay. But, hey, yeah. you know, it was a big <laughs> – it was a big – offseason for the Pats getting Cam, but a bigger move well would be maybe bringing some talent around him because I don't know he's going to throw to himself. He might. Probably is a better Look, chance. Look, I, was, I wasn't saying – this isn't Patriots week. I'm just saying it's a good move. Like, they filled a hole there. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying the Pats are, like, you know, ready to go or whatever, even though I think they are. That's not my point. My point is, like, I'm just talking about what's a blessed free agent signing. I'm not supposed to vouch for the Patriots. They had a hole. They filled it for barely anything. And they filled it with a guy who has the potential to be nuts. So, also not yeah. also potential for a guy to sit on the bench all season. Maybe rustle some feathers in the locker room. Maybe make it a complete train wreck. But uh, no, I guess we'll see. Anyways, man possessed. Who would you camp. think your Liam talking on this? Yeah. Who is your second best free agency the, signing of the summer? Best free agency signing. So actually, uh, this one's like a sneaky good one for a few reasons, because of the situation that he inked to. But I'm talking about my boy, J-Bo, going to New Orleans. So he definitely, like you kind of touched on him earlier, he definitely has the talent to be a very serviceable backup. Like he led the league, like in a lot of QB statistical categories last year. I'm not going to get into them. One of them was like uh, like the 30-30 club, the interceptions. Like that needs work, obviously. So he needs to get coached up. But he has, this, he has the talent and the potential. And the Saints, they're really diverse. Like, obviously, they have Taysom Hill. They throw them all over the place. But I feel like if they – even if Drew's healthy the whole year, they can find some ways potentially to use Jabo a little bit, you know, and he can help them out a bit or even just in practice and stuff like that. I'm not saying I think that'll happen. But, like, you know, they're, they are really creative in New Orleans. So it's not like they're just signing strictly a backup potentially. I think they are, but you never know, right? And if he is just strictly a backup, we saw it last year. Drew got banged up with that thumb. Teddy B came in, balled out, 5-0, and right? So it's like, 
and you, don't tell me that uh, J-Bo can't be as serviceable as Teddy B, because I definitely think he can. I think they're two very talented guys. So, like, it's just – that just makes sense again for New Orleans to throw the guap around because it, it, it can't hurt to have a good backup. And Jaboons is definitely a serviceable, service, excuse me, serviceable backup. And then, again, like I mentioned earlier with Cam, it's definitely the same situation with J-Bo. It can definitely be a win-win if he gets an opportunity because he can ball out, get some tape potentially if he gets banged up, and then go ahead and chase some more money. So. My second best one, it's kind of a sneaky fun one, but I'm always going to go up to bat for my boy Jabuins whenever I can, is Jameis Winston in New Orleans. What do you think about that, Peta? You like my pitch? It's funny because my second favorite was Teddy B. <laughs> my first no favorite way. is Brady. You got Cam Newton replacing him. Yeah. Your second, your second favorite is Jabuins, and I got Teddy B replacing him. Yeah, that's so funny. Before we that. go into the, my Teddy B, you know what? It's hard to argue that Jabuins. Yes, he threw a lot of interceptions last year, but that was also for Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians wasn't looking to coach him and maybe build him up. He was just looking to team for well, a win. He said he was at first, but I think he got frustrated quicker. No, he was pretty frustrated. He wasn't sold yeah. on him. No. He, he, he relied on the deep ball with like, okay, if you're throwing oh, up deep balls Jabouin. all the time, you're, you're bound to throw a lot of interceptions. He was a little reckless, and Bruce Arians clearly wasn't the coach for him. Bruce Arians is in win-now mode. And at the Saints, he's perfect. He, yeah. can get, he can get coaching, mentoring from Drew Brees. Yeah. One of the greats. What an opportunity, right? What an opportunity. And if he's, yeah. even if he sits behind him the whole year, he's going to have great mentoring, especially from Sean Payton, too. Blessed. Yeah. And let's be real. After this, if Drew Brees retires, we both know Taysom Hill is in the future. He's going to continue oh. to be a scat quarterback, but he's not their future quarterback. You know they would much rather Jabuins, a prototypical quarterback, than Taysom Hill when he comes out. So that's, that's the first thing. I think Jabuins, after this year, has a better chance of being a starter for the Saints than Breeze would. Or not yep. Breeze, Taysom Hill would. So I think that is a great signing, and I really do like Jabuins. And I think, you know, he got LASIK surgery this summer. He lost like 20 pounds. The yeah, guy's ready to so ball. funny that he got LASIK surgery. Eh? Oh, yeah, comeback season. <laughs> I like that. You I like Jab- see. <laughs> I love that. But, yeah, I like what you mentioned there, too. Like, I just want to reinforce it one more time before I let you talk about Teddy B. Like, like I said, like, I think he has the skills to pay the bills, and he's going to have a year to sit under Sean Payton and Drew Brees. And then he's just going to be right there, and he's going to get the ball out and then go get more money. And he's, he's going to be so comfortable. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, it's it, it leads the Saints now and later. It leads into, my, it leads into my, my second favorite free agency <laughs> signing. Look at Teddy B. Two years in yeah. New Orleans. First year, didn't, didn't get any opportunities. Last year, though, when Drew Brees went down, he came calling. 5-0 yeah. as a starter. 1,200 yeah. throwing yards during that time. Nine touchdowns, two interceptions. He was blessed. Averaged that over a full season, 3,850 throwing yards, 28 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's pretty stud-like if you ask me. He's only 27. 2015 was a Pro Bowl season for him when he finished 11-5 and with the Vikings horrific knee injury in 2016 yeah. training camp. I remember we were talking about this at practice one day. We're yeah. talking, oh, I picked him up in fantasy. I did because my draft was the day before I remember this. And then yeah. he got injured. And I was like, damn, that hurts because I was a big Teddy B guy. Yeah, and I still rate, am. You rate the bikes too. Yeah, you were hurt. I remember he, that. He showed, he, showed, he showed up last year though. Showed he can still ball. Three years, $60 million contract in Carolina. That's nice. He didn't get the highest contract. But hey, that's just a little less than Cam was supposed to make before they cut him. So it's not like they're having to uh, replace Cam with a big money guy. He's about the same money. And he's younger. He's only 27, going to be 28 this year. And let's be real. 
he might not be a guy that's going to throw for 5,000 yards, but he's going to maybe throw 35 to 4,000 yards. He's going to be safe with the ball, not going to turn over a lot, and he's just a steady guy. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's steady, how Jabouins needs to steady, learn. Steady, baby. Steady, that's steady. What I, I, like, that. I like that you said that because, like, it, wouldn't it be blessed if Jabouins just had the same thing? Like, he clearly – like, Ted, I'm not saying that Teddy B and Jabouins are comparable, per se. Like, I know they're different players, but – that could happen for Jabo as well. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Oh, yeah. For sure. He has it, the same it, potential. Yeah, he has the same potential. He can get going coached in. up and be blessed. Yeah, and then, you know, I think they're, they're both free, great free agent signings. Yeah. The thing with Carolina, Teddy B does have a lot to live up to coming, filling Cam's shoes. But the last couple of years have not been that memorable in Carolina. So it's not like mm-hmm. they just went to a Super Bowl last year. It's been like four or five years since they went to the Super Bowl. And Things, haven't been the same. Things haven't been the same since he didn't jump on that rock. Okay. And that, yeah, oh yeah, you should have done that. Listen, we don't have to talk about <laughs> that, that. That didn't look good. That didn't look good. Awful. But, new man now. That's not happening in New England, so don't bring oh, that yeah. up. <laughs> no shot. Yeah, I'm not going to diss. Don't worry. Yeah, that Super Bowl is, against the Broncos, that Super Bowl is a mess regardless. I wouldn't even want to talk about it if I did. It was so forgettable. But I just think Teddy B, and the thing is, he's not even the big star of the name. You got Christian McCaffrey anyway. As long as you give the ball him, he has a huge season. Even if the team is terrible, Teddy B won't take as much heat because it's not his team per se. It's Christian McCaffrey's. And there's still a lot of questions leaving about was the only thing that might hurt is if they have a poor year next year, you're like, why did you even let Cam go? Because he could have probably produced as much as Teddy B, especially as a big season in New England. So there is pressure, but there definitely is less pressure on Teddy B than there is on Cam in New England. Yeah. Well, okay. Absolutely true. But I still think there is a bit of pressure on Teddy B. Like if, definitely... the, if the Panthers didn't do well, uh, like it would fall on CMC too, but like, it'd be like, why didn't you, like Teddy B wasn't good enough. He dropped the ball against yeah, CMC. That's true. I, I think, think the pressure could be more, if anything, like on management, on the organization. If they oh, didn't yeah. get like a good guy. That being said though, they got a new coach this year. So, yeah. you know, he's probably going to be given a few years got a young team they drafted a basically a whole new defense this um this past draft so you know they're going to be saying about a young defense new coach mm-hmm. as long as they show progress and they're moving in the right direction i don't think there's going to be too much flack down there yeah and- especially considering the division he's in with brady breeze matt ryan and teddy b like he's in a tough division Easy so division. Yeah. i think he was not going to catch as much pressure as people think and i think he's still going to do well because you know he's just a solid guy i I always said this. I don't think he's going to get you that 80-yard t- touchdown on the last play of the game when he needs it, but he's, not all, he's also not going to throw a, an interception when you're trying to kill the clock and win the game. So he's just a steady guy who's might not win you off. games, but he's not going to lose you games. He just goes out there and is steady. Does his job. I mean, sorry, sorry to cut you off. We'll get, to the, we'll get to the other free agent moves in a second. Last thing, I promise. I like how you touched on uh, the coach they got in there too, Matt Rule, the Baylor guy. A bit of an offensive guru, kind of like uh, Mr. Kingsbury and AZ. So I am excited to see that too. Just a fun little side note. I want to see how he does in the, uh, with the big boys in the league. Because yeah, uh, like, if it works out well, you know, it could be a lot of fun. Uh, so I'll get into my bad free agent moves. So we have a couple bad ones lined up here. Um, the one I was looking at, and hear me out, because I do think the guy is talented, but Melvin Gordon to the Broncos. So two years, 60 mil. I feel like that's not crazy, but I feel like that's, like a little expensive, I feel like we can both agree, for someone who's like kind of just like a little bit of a better version of Philip Lindsay, in my opinion. Like it's kind of like a, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. A committee is blessed because you don't, unless you have like a guy who can handle it, you don't want a workhorse because like the longevity just doesn't make sense, especially if you're going to commit to them financially. But uh, 
like at the same time, you don't want to pay that much for somebody who seems like the same style of player. Like at least get like a, like a, some kind of like power back or somebody who's significantly different than Lindsay. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're both kind of smaller ish kind of backs that can like run outside and are very, uh, uh, dynamic, like out of catching passes out of the backfield. Don't get me wrong; they can run between the tackles as well. But I think you and I both agree that's not like what they're known for per se. They're more known for like agility, quickness, and cutability versus power. Oh yeah. So I just, I just don't get the move, Peta. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, who's gonna touch the field for that much money? You know what I mean? Like, that that's just that's my thing with the free agent side. I'm curious what you think. Like, uh, if you even thought about them, I know. Uh, I don't know. Like, because Melvin Gordon's a big name and he's a good player. But yeah. I just – I don't get the move too, is good. too much. I never really thought about it, in all honesty. All I thought was, wow, you you sitting out last year really didn't pay off. You sat out for all that money and then Not only got two years, Not $8 million in general. It was kind of embarrassing. Yeah. He even said it wasn't worth it. Uh, I do agree with you, though. You said, oh, committees, they're not ideal, but, you know, they're good. There was already a committee in Denver. You already have Philip Lindsay and then your goal line short yardage man and Royce Freeman. Why yeah. don't you just bring in another Philip Lindsay, which makes no sense because yeah. they also have so much talent in wide receiver and no offense to tight end now. Like, I mean, it helps Drew Locke because it's like, well, you can't give him too many. He can just, he doesn't, he can't, has no excuses. Like he has so many options now, but it's true. Like yeah. why? There it's was no reason to do it. And I think if anything, it only stunts Philip Lindsay's growth because he's not a workhorse anyways. He, for all the short yardage between the tackle stuff, you give it to Royce Freeman, let him take the beating. Philip Lindsay, he can get like the long or the the spread stuff, like you said. That's not yeah. as much. You got smaller guys tackling you. You're not running head first into five linemen, so he lasts. So yeah, you know what? I agree. I never thought about it too much, but Melvin Gordon to the Broncos is a bit of a head scratcher. It's not. Yeah, like it's it's a fun one. Like it's not one where you're like, what the hell are you doing? But it's like, it's just kind of like you look at it and you're like, did they really have to do that? You yeah, know, you're like but that was. That's that just was how I felt about it. Yeah, it's a crowded backfield. But, you know, maybe like Cam, maybe yeah. that's that's the best offer Melvin Gordon got and he had to go with it. Like, there wasn't yeah. much I'm else. I'm glad he touched on that, too. That holdout went terribly. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible holdout. <laughs> that, that was so waste. All he did was get Austin Eckler paid because Eckler went off. <laughs> and I guess that's what you do when you hold out because uh, what's-his-name pulled the same thing. Le- Le'Veon Bell, he held out and he got James Conner the starting position in Pittsburgh. I guess that's just yeah. what happened. However, but at least Le'Veon got some money, though. Yeah, that's true. He got $50 million. That's insane. Because that's like, definitely not what Melvin Gordon got. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll transition into my worst free agent signing. This is by far the worst, biggest head scratcher I've ever seen. Yeah. His name is Byron Jones. Okay. On the field, he's like, okay, oh, he's solid. Yeah. Cornerback for the Cowboys. He was good, really this good. This was a while ago, yeah, Peta? No? Yeah, right at the beginning yeah, of free yeah, agency. Yeah. Miami literally tossed $82 million at a guy, Byron Jones, who's had two interceptions in five years. And I was like, reading this, I was like, did they get his position wrong? This guy must be at least a strong safety or something if he only has two interceptions getting paid like that. It must be a tackle machine. 350 tackles in five seasons, less than 100 a year. Even worse, only 11 tackles for loss and three QB hits in the five years. So he's not even like he's a big hitter like Cam Chancellor was. Like, this guy is good, but he's not worth the highest cornerback in the league. $16 million a year, 40, 40, over $40 million guaranteed at signing. Like, mind blown. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I remember when, like, I first heard about it. Like, I pretty much didn't know this guy. 
like I would just recognize his name whenever the Cowboys would be playing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I, re- I really didn't really know who this guy was, and I was like, oh my days, fam. Like that's like I got paid. That's big boy. That's crazy. Like that never happened. Like you said for a quarter, like craziness. And, and, it was a, and uh, I mean, okay, you know what? Good for him. He got his money. That's the name of the yeah. game. You got to secure the money bag. Week. Money week, exactly. And you know what? There's no better money man than getting more money than you're worth. If you can yeah. leverage yourself to getting more money than you deserve to get paid, then how am I going to diss? Because I would yeah. just be jealous then. Hats off to the finesse. One time for the finesse of Byron Jones. Good exactly. Let's all let's salute him. He got yeah. the biggest <laughs> finesse. <laughs> The biggest finesse of the offseason, but also the worst free agent signing, makes it not yeah. as bad because Miami or whatever, they're not that great. They're not going to be amazing. They still have a few years away. By the time all these rookies they just drafted are going to have to be paid in like three years, they could have already theoretically cut Byron Jones. So mm-hmm. in the end, it's not like it really puts them in salary cap hell because they traded away everyone good last year anyways. They have a bunch of young guys. But it was just like you didn't have to do that. That was, was you so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm so glad because uh, I'm not going to lie. The Byron Jones move was the first one I was going to pick, but I knew you'd pick it too. So I just left it and I'm yeah. glad I was right. I'm glad you picked because it's so obvious. Everything yeah. else is like, it's kind of like they, they're pretty bad, but that one was ridiculous. So I'm glad I let you take that one. I'm, I knew one of us had to pick it. So that's true. Sorry. Coming up, I, I was low key that's... sweating because I was low key sweating because if one of us didn't pick it, I was like, wow, our credibility for this podcast might be shot. Oh, it's but. insane. <laughs> I knew you'd pick it because it's so glaring. It's so bad that it. It's insane. It just, I just, it's just a head scratcher. Any so way look, you look at it. I just pulled it up though and look at it a little more. After three years, they can have their out. They can cut them, and they'll only have four mil of dead cap in 2023, two mil of dead cap in 2024. So technically, for three years, you overpay them. Okay, whatever. You cut them after those three years. That's when Tua is up for his extension talks. So again, it's not even going to hurt the cap that much. It's yeah. just like. I don't know. Throw some money at me then. Why aren't I getting paid? Yeah. It just makes no sense. But yeah, no, I don't. I get what you're saying. Like, it's not the end of the world, and it definitely isn't. And like NFL contracts, like more than any other sport, like you can opt opt out. It feels like whatever you want. Yeah, so you like, get out. It's, it's not it's hard never, to get like, Serious per se, but it's it's just like what in the world is going on in Miami? Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, so my next bad move. Um, this one was tough because this is my boy, and I know he's your boy too. So. Uh, you know, I don't want you to be upset when I bring up his name. And it's not really a question of his talent and what he brings to the table because I know what the speedster does. But Robbie Anderson to Carolina, Peta. Now calm down. Wait. Listen to me. All right. This guy. Okay. But listen, listen to listen, me, I guess. I'm going to start it off. He's a talented player. Okay. But I just don't see the need for him at two years and 20 mil. Their depth chart is blessed. Like you said, Teddy B coming in. Of course, you want weapons around him. But look, there's bear already, Finn. CMC, of course, the focal point. And then DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. I'm not sleeping on those guys for a second. Those are two good players. And look, at the end of the day, like I could be wrong about this and he could help like a 20 million, two years worth kind of commitment. But I just don't anticipate him helping that much per se. Like I think he'll help out. Obviously, like it can't hurt to have talent at wide receiver. Like why would you not want more guys on the field? But I just feel like, like, like uh, I'm not sleeping on Carolina. I think they're pretty damn good. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I just don't think they needed him. I think, I think they're definitely ahead of their rebuild. Uh, it helps them, though. I will say, sorry, one more thing, though. Like, he, he does stretch the field like crazy, yeah. obviously. 10 like, mil a year? He's he probably, feature, so. yeah. At like, 10 mil, help, you know. 
for a receiver at 10 mil, he's probably top 15 ranked, I guess, I'm assuming, yeah. per year. So that's pretty high. He's definitely not a top 15. Exactly. But exactly. He does and add he something. again. Salute. Money week. <laughs> exactly. If you finesse, Lovely. you finesse. If you I can get your Lovely. money, get your money, and that's it. But he does bring an element that the team kind of needs. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, they don't, they're, they're good, but they're not known for taking the top off. Christian yeah. McCaffrey, True. he's not – True. He's he's a stud, but unless he's running wheel routes every single time, he's not really taking the top off on deep passes. They needed a deep pass man. Even if Robbie Anderson is for one or two big catches a, a game, that's still what they need. Like Teddy B doesn't – he's not necessarily a, a known for throwing deep, but you never know. I'm, he is solid. But that's, my, that's, my, that's my point, Peta. Like, I know – like, we know what he can do, and he can do it well. Like, he got wheels, and he can ball. And especially in today's NFL, speed kills. We all know that. But, like – how badly did they need that? That's what I'm saying. But for I don't 10, know. For ten million a year, again, like, like you said, like that's a lot of money. He's like in the top fifteen-ish. Like I don't know for sure area. Like at a wide out, I don't think of him as that talented. And that's my boy. We love he's, Robbie. He's not that talented, but yeah, speed speed is in high demand right now. Everyone's looking for their Tyreek. Yeah, Why do you think sure. Henry Ruggs was just this the first uh, player t- taken off the the first receiver taken off the draft board this year? Speed kills. Speed kills, and everyone wants it. And again. Two years, 20 mil, that is a lot. But Carolina isn't exactly in that crazy of a cap situation. And they got a lot of young guys. They got CMC getting paid. They got Teddy B getting paid. And after that, there's a lot of room for Mans. And, you know, after two years, he'll be up. They either re-sign him if he's a flop, and they keep him if he's not. But it's not going to put them in a terrible position. So I'm The time commitment's not bad. I will concede that. The time commitment's not bad at all. I would still probably draft him in a later round in fantasy just because the potential there, and you never know. But Oh, yeah, I'd probably take him too. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I love I, Robbie. I don't think it's terrible. And let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's not remember. Oh, my God. What a clown. Yeah, are you, I, I was wondering, are we gonna, are you, what are you saying? <laughs> are you going to tell you what, you're, what I think you're saying? <laughs> yeah, just when he was driving 105 in the 40 zone. <laughs> you know what he said to I the I was cop? thinking about it the whole time. I didn't <laughs> oh, my God, man. I can't believe the, the derogatory things. Those who are don't know, look up the report. <laughs> We're yeah. not going to talk about it anymore. We're not going to say what he said, but just in the story, he was driving 105 miles per hour in a 40 zone. Yeah. Cop pulled him over, and he said some derogatory things to the cop. Man. And the thing is, Robbie Anderson brings that same sort of speed to the field. He seems like he's running 100 Ooh. miles an hour when all the defenders are running 40 miles per hour. <laughs> you know, I was cracking up the whole time as soon as I said that. I know, you're trying to stay serious. Like, Yo, when we talk about Robbie Anderson, you, Ooh, it's hard. You want to stay serious? But, man, this guy's got some goofy stuff he's done. And like, oh, but you know days. what? And his Get hair. your money, and that's it. I will finish this off with an even worse signing than that. His contract okay, was actually okay, pretty okay. similar. Two years, $18 million. And The man oh. who inked this. I think I know who this is. Jimmy Graham for yep. the Chicago Bears. So at first glance, you look and you're like, Chicago Bears to Jimmy Graham. Okay, Jimmy Graham's a big name. He, he had some 1,200-yard seasons, and you're like, okay, that's solid. But now he's 33. Over the past two seasons, he didn't even get to 1,200 yards. And that's with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. And at 33? Yeah, but Peta, you, you, can't, you can't use that argument because you've been the first to tell me this, and it's true. Green Bay is what? Run heavy. No, it's where tight ends go to die. Uh, yeah, that's true, I've too. never forgot that. You told me that. You told me that. That's and you're facts, right. but still, only 600 yards a season with 
Aaron Rodgers not having a second option. Okay, maybe Jimmy Graham will show up. But three years ago when he was on the Packers, he did – or not the Packers, the Seattle Seahawks, he did finish off the season. But he's 33. And even worse, the Steelers just signed Eric Ebron two years, 12 million. I would rather that over Jimmy Graham. Even at Jimmy Graham's price, I would rather Ebron at this point, how young he is. And Jimmy Graham's 33. The Bears have nine tight ends. What are you doing? And that includes a tight end you drafted in the second round. What are you doing? Nine tight ends? Like, it makes no sense. And it was just brutal. Thank God. It's going to be tight ends, like center to tackle. (laughs) And even worse, they had just signed a big, a big, uh, two years ago, they had signed Trey Burton to a big contract and he was a huge flop. Did they not learn from their mistakes? Thank God you got Mitch Trubisky who's going to revive himself this year and show everyone that he's really going to bring him back to the playoffs. Went 8-7 oh and seven last year. They're going to go 9-7 and seven or 10-6 and six this year. And they're still going to – they'll get back into the playoffs. You know I'm rolling with Mitch. He had a terrible year last year. Let's not forget 12-4 and four a couple of years ago. Oh, Let's not forget that. Did you really think you were going to slide that in, try to boost up Mitch Trubisky again? I can't be hearing this, man. I can't be hearing bro. this. Like, this guy's dissing, but yo, he okay. still finished eight okay. and seven last year, and that let was a bad my, year. Let me get my two cents in on the signing real quick, because we could talk about Trubisky forever. Oh, I'm, this is fun. I've been laughing a lot. First, Robbie, then Mitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the 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 chart, I can't defend. Like you don't need nine tight ends. Okay, I can't defend that. That does make the move ridiculous, but like I think like the Trey Burton flop. Yeah, was that like a flop? Overall, yeah, pretty bad. But um, I think Jimmy Graham, like, he underperformed in Green Bay. And then, like, even in Seattle, it felt like he was just I Just because of the nature of the situation, not because of his talent. Now, I'll concede he is old. But I will also concede that, like, we are still talking about Jimmy Graham, who's, like, one of the freakiest. Like, he was, like, back in New Orleans, he was, like, the freak of the tight end land. Him and, uh, I'm drawing a blank, Mr. Gonzalez. In yeah, ACL. Tony like, G. They were crazy. Yeah, Tony G. So, like, I'm not going to forget about that. I know that was time ago, but I, I don't think it's a knock on his talent or health and fitness and ability. I think it's because he was in GB, where tight ends go to die. You know what I mean? He didn't have a chance to put on some tape. So, I think he could play pretty well in Chi-Town, but I can't, I can't defend the chart. You're absolutely right there. You have nine tight ends on your depth chart? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I can't defend that. And added to the last time he had over a thousand yards was in 2013 when he had 1,200 yards. It was time 2016, ago. he had 920 yards to the Seahawks. He got close, but he's going to be 34 in November. Like the cards are just stacked against him. Yeah. It's even a bigger, it's not, again, get your money. We want you to get your money. Yeah. But for yeah. the Bears, money week. After all the moves the Bears have made, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, first. But it's okay. Your boy Trubisky will save them, right? <laughs> it makes, like, <laughs> Trubisky. Trubisky is the answer, and that's the I, answer. And even dumber free agent signing, who wasn't a free agent signing, but offseason move was adding Nick Foles. Like what? This guy's a huge contract. You give up a fourth. He was a clear flop on Jacksonville. He's only clearly good as a backup in Philly. Like yeah, if he ain't in Philly, he's not. He's not balling out. We know this. We know this. We both agree on that. Like you guys finished eight and eight last year with Trubisky. Why don't you just live or die by Trubisky? You guys suck next year. This year with Trubisky. You draft another quarterback, and you go, you'll finish low. If he ends up being what he was a couple of years ago, 12-4. and four. But why give Foles, who's just going to kill – strap your salary cap, and then on top of that, he's not – if anything, Foles 
will just play well enough for you not to get a top pick where you can get one of the stud quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. If anything, like if, exactly. Like it makes no sense. And this Jimmy Graham signing was even dumber. I love, I love how uh, you talk about Trubisky because it kind of just got me thinking while you're going on that tangent. I'm sorry. I heard what you were saying, but I can't really stop thinking about this now. It still kills me that the Bears traded up from three to two to get Trubisky over to Sean and the million-dollar, billion-dollar man, my homeboy. Like, isn't that – that's not money well spent. Like, I know this is money week, but that's not how you spend your money, guy. Not money well spent at all. That's not money well spent. Like, it was it – was, <laughs> yeah, Oh, it was. my God. <laughs> and, like, you traded up and – like You, only you traded, traded up three to two. I, I can't remember who the player was that the San Fran was taking, but they were taking him regardless. Yeah, it's – It was uh, a defensive yeah. player. But, hey, Trubisky does have a Pro Bowl to his name. Ridiculous. <laughs> so 2018, he finished 11-3. and three. That team finished 12-4. and four. He was injured. He had a pretty good season that year, and if he can get back to that, I think they're going to be solid this year. Let's not forget, it wasn't all his fault last year. The defense played so much worse than last year. Danny Trevathan was injured. They had another injury. And Eddie Pinero, I don't know what goes on in Chicago, but the man blew yeah. two games with missing game-winning they, field goals. They literally they signed did, they him. Did. They signed him to replace the other guy, and he continues to do what the other guy did. It's like, you want to be a free agent too? Like, insane. Ever since Robbie Gold left there, they haven't been able to kick. Yeah, it's been. I weird. never thought I would, like, have to take someone's kicking situation that seriously until I've been watching the Chicago Bears in recent years. Well, that two they games, two games, point. two games last year, they blew because of the kicks. That could have been a, they were an eight and eight team. It could have been a 10 and six just from those two kicks, and no one would have been talking about how bad Trubisky was. But now yeah. we're here, and. We can't say could have happened, should have happened. What we can say is what's going to happen, and I know what's going to happen. Mm. All I'm going to say is, like, one more point here. Uh, I, I know it wasn't all Mitch's fault, but it was mainly Mitch's fault. Like, if he was good, he would have been able to help him out a lot. If he was good, the defense definitely would have been, like, on the field less and definitely would have performed better. Now, I'm, I know that they didn't do as well as they were two years ago, but they still played pretty well, like, overall. They just weren't the Chicago Bears that we were accustomed to. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, like it, was, it was Trubisky's fault. Like, I know you can predict all you want that things will work out better for him this year, but Trubisky's the man to blame. Trubisky and Nagy, they're the men to blame there. So, all right. I'm not going to let that slide. Well, if the sinking ship is manned by a man who went 8-7, and seven, better than 500 winning record, I'll take that. Yes. Okay, you can have it. <laughs> And you die tight ends. You live and die by that. Yeah. Living, dying by Mitch, <laughs> Mitch and the freaking Risky. And I'm with Joe Burrow up in Cincy, so it's all right though. I like we we got to be a little outlandish, fam. So I yeah, like it. True. I like being bold. All right, I like it. I like it, but I just don't see it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the money week. The money week was did not money let down. Week. Not let down. We got sidetracked a few times, eh? That was kind of fun, but. But all the sides. All about getting that money. Yeah. Money, money, money. Money. Anyways, we'll see you next week for the Madding's ra- Madding Madden ratings episode. I'm super excited for that. You know, I've been playing a lot of Madden recently. My Madden mm-hmm. career mode is into like the season 2024. So you know, I'm already on that. Please look Put forward to work. it, Liam. Have a great week, work. and we'll get back to each other. Yes, sir. Adios. Magnifico. Arriba! Ching, ching, ling, ling, cha 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 You ain't talking money, then you're talking no matter. Ching, ching.
the block. Hold on your bets, it's where the buck stops. See, first of all, I'm stepping out. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another week of uh, the Pigskin Kingpins. Of course, keep showing us love on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're using. See our stuff on Twitter too. We're always doing polls, tweeting, giving our two cents. So keep tuning in on there. Pigskin Kingpins, of course. Uh, just going to give you a quick little lowdown the next couple weeks. Next week, uh, we're going to get into the Madden ratings. So uh, me and Pet are definitely really excited about that. So you're going to want to tune into your opinions. And then the week after that, we decided with the uh, NBA restart coming up, we're going to have an NBA bye week. So you're going to want to tune in for the next couple weeks. And thanks again, boys. Magnifico! Ah! <laughs>